What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. I am your host, as always, Jason Zollers, and today I have an awesome guest. You know these JDM cars. Everybody is wondering one of these JDM cars, and finally, I got a Skyline on the podcast. This is a 1990 Skyline built by Nick Rerick. He took this thing down to bare bones. It was an old drift car that was just ratted out completely, and uh, he did like an old school restoration on it, where you take it all apart, you clean everything, you paint everything, you put it all back together the way it was. And it runs even better. Uh, he drives this thing all over the place. He really, really, really enjoys showing it off. He really enjoys all the hard work he put into it. He built it to be very reliable. So again, he does drive it a whole lot of places. But I think you're really going to like the podcast. A big shout out to Angelo for at Steel City Cars and that uh, for helping us out and getting us all in the booth right there. Uh, he has a show here coming up in March. It's going to be the first one of the year. So uh, you better be there. I'm going to try to be there if the weather's bad because we do live in PA in March. Uh, I'm probably not going to drive a nice car there, but I will be there. But anyways, get online, go check it out, www.radridespodcast.com for everything that you could possibly want to know about Nick's Skyline. And without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Nick Rierick. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I know Roberto and uh, Angelo and a couple of the other guys. Yeah, uh, I met I met Nathan, I met Rob, yeah. and I met Angelo. Those were the first three that I talked to. When oh, I was okay, yeah. The car. yeah. Was, Cody last year was actually on the podcast. That's how I met him at oh, World nice. of Wheels, and he had Cobalt SS, and he had that next to it. He was talking about that last. I think it was on Wednesday. Somebody said that he also had the SS. I Dude, didn't know that, he had the Corvette. Also. That Cobalt SS is cool. Yeah. Man, well, I didn't so. know they were the same people. I've seen that and the Cobalt. I didn't oh, okay. know. I didn't know same that guy. he. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, same guy. So, but yeah, man. Well, welcome to the podcast. We're recording, so yeah. I just I'd like to roll into it. So. No, we're good. Uh, we're at World of Wheels. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Nick Rarick. Uh, I showed up here with my R32 Skyline. Um, and it's uh, grabbed all the attention. Uh, it's, I mean, it's doing pretty well. Actually, I'm kind of happy, dude. Yeah, I like man. all, I like all the pictures it's getting. And dude, it looks awesome, man. Like, I really, I mean, obviously, any skyline comes out of here. You know what I mean? So, um, oh, hold on, oh. we're taking the pictures. Are we taking? Do you mind if these two sit in this car? Oh, I mean, yeah, you can sit in it. You want to drive or stick driving? Stick driving. All right, we had to cut here. We had a kid who wanted to sit in the skyline, and of course, Nick being the guy he is, he was like, go ahead and jump in. Thanks, Angelo. Right in the middle of my podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Not bad. It's all good, dude. There we go. All it's right. the star of the show. Hey, we're just, okay. hey, yeah. we're just making dreams come true. I'll cut it together. I don't cut, cut many things together, but I'll cut this one together. Making dreams yeah. come true. Make one a dream come time. true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so so someone just wanted to come over here and sit in the car, and you're like, yeah, go ahead and sit in the car. You know what I mean? You're not a Skyline owner who was like, this is un- unobtainium. Don't look at my car. It looks, it's too clean. It's too. Clean. Oh, absolutely. You I mean, you drive this a lot. Yeah, dude, it's built to drive. I mean, I don't, I I respect everybody's builds for sure, but I don't build them as paperweights. I mean, I like to use it. I built it reliably, and it's for. I mean, like I said, it's just for the attention. I mean, people like it, and. Uh, I mean, even the kids that come up to it—that's like building. That's like building future dreams. You know what oh, I mean? 100%. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be, like uptight about your car, I don't really think anybody's gonna get into it. That's right. But like, just letting people sit in it—I mean, they're super into it. So why not? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and so I saw this car. I don't know, probably at the at the uh, Steel City 
uh, cars in that. Um, yeah, the blowout at the, the end of the summer. The blowout at the end of the year, and yeah. I was one of the judges, and I uh, picked this car to win it right here, and you did, ended up winning it. So. Yeah. Uh, and it, dude, it's super clean from front to back. So how did you get the car? Why did you want the car? Have you always been in the skylines? Uh, so from a very young age, obviously, I was born like right at the beginning of the uh, Fast and the Furious era. So obviously my, my dream car was always a skyline. Uh, actually, when I was in third grade, I was in Boy Scouts and during the Klondike Derby races, okay. I actually recreated the R34 and that nice. was my race car. For, so like, I actually still have it. Um, some of the shows I go to, I'll put it on the dash just to like kind of recreate memories. But yeah, it was always a dream car of mine. And um, so once I, COVID kicked in and I was just searching for like new cars, new projects and stuff. And this popped up in Pittsburgh also from a guy named Nick. Okay, so, and so you didn't import it. So it was I, I was not the one that imported okay, it. I awesome. bought it off the guy that got it imported. Oh, sweet. So, okay. Awesome. So he bought it from a company that imported it and then I got it off him. So uh, yeah, it was, I mean, he did a good job like maintaining it and everything, but like for lack of better words, it was it was honestly like a pile of crap when I got it. Just that old, <laughs> old JDM car yeah. drifted wrecked oh, you know really? what I mean? oh, oh okay. it was bad right. it was real bad so it ha it's had a hard life is what you're a telling bad me. life yeah nice. bad life so um naturally i'm an auto body tech so i like to oh, make wow. things pretty uh i immediately started grinding all the paint off and i found mud work and uh just like it was atrocious um so i spent that winter doing all the mud work all the body work all the paint everything from front to back um so that took an entire winter just to get the body done. And like wow. I told you before, I like to be a little bit different. I like to stand out. So yeah, sure. nobody can buy this front bumper because I made this specifically out of a mold that I made wow, and dude. put it just on this car. It's, so you can't, it's yeah. not even a body kit you can buy. Oh really? So yeah. I like to stand out, but I also like to make some things unreachable just so that I can stand out Yeah, in and a it, crowd. Says, it says it fools everybody. Everybody yeah. thinks it's an R34, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's a 32. Yeah, absolutely. And so like, what had been wrecked on this thing? Like uh, rear end, I mean. No, no fender i mean the bumper was atrocious like there was nothing left of the bumper but yeah fender door both quarters were absolutely terrible the rear body panel um the hood was atrocious and i think that front left door was also it it had previous mud work in it but yeah it was bad so it was bad safe to say maybe one of the cheaper arthur it was that came in it was terrible uh all the carpet was ripped to shreds it was all cut oh, okay. uh there it was it was all pretty bad yeah so i started with the interior i did all brand new carpet planted racing brackets for the seats bride seats uh i have the ic7 in there now as a dash cluster but uh, I got cipher harnesses, but everything everything on the interior was completely gutted and brand new stuff put on the oh, inside. Nice, it was man. that bad. So you, I mean, it's basically like an old car restoration. Yes. I mean, front, you have to restore it yes. like a classic car. Front to back, top to bottom, inside yeah. and out. Yep. And it's weird to think that this is a classic car, because this is a, what, uh, 80, 90. 90. Okay. 90, yep. Yeah, I was going to say 80. So we're, we're at like 34 years now. Dude, isn't that weird to think yeah. about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because in 1995, when I was born, I was just into that Fast and Furious area, yeah. and they, they make those cars look so easy. It's like, oh, yeah. in a 10-minute segment, you can you can restore a car, but it is not like that yeah, in the real no. world. No. Nope. No, no. Years and years on end, man. It's just, it's a work in progress. Yeah. And it's funny because, and, and these are, I mean, they're modern cars, right? I mean, yeah. you know, we talked a little bit beforehand and you said that you drive, drive the hell out of this thing. Oh, absolutely. Salt is really the only thing that really scares That's, you. Yeah. You're a body guy. So yeah. That makes a lot of yeah. Sense. I mean, it's not that I wouldn't once or twice, but it's already never seen the winter. So why ruin it? Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah, we take it, we take it a, like cross country, really. We go to Gatlinburg, uh, Myrtle Beach, West Virginia, Maryland. Uh, we do, we do all those trips. Every 
every year, but then we'll throw in some spontaneous ones out of state. Sure. So yeah, it's a driver. No paperweights around here. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And it's got the RB underneath the hood. Yeah, so it's still it's still the original RB20, which everybody kind of like looks down on because it's only a 2.0, but it wasn't really meant for a race car. It was just meant to be right. fast, but reliable. Yes, 100%. So, yeah. 100%. We, we pretty much, I tore, I tore the block all the way down, down to the pistons. We took all the pistons out. Um, we measured all the crank bearings, rod bearings. We checked the crank tolerance. Uh, we made sure that the motor was in very good condition before I did any of this. Nice. Um, Cause there's no, no sense in making it pretty if it ain't gonna run. You yeah, know I mean? exactly. So. And dude, I mean, so, I mean the motor was out, everything was out and you can, tell from the paintwork underneath here that you guys spent a lot of time underneath here as well as on the outside because a lot oh, of guys absolutely. will be like eh, we'll just go with some flat black underneath and yeah. like, it'll, it'll be good enough but nope. I mean underneath the hood looks as beautiful as the uh, the outside of it you know what I mean yeah it was uh, every every single component was out um, honestly most of the components that are left on here they're still 34 years old uh, like the power steering pump, AC unit, uh, all my brake boosters, everything, it's all like it's all original. I just had to clean a lot of it up. So not only just the restoration of the car, but the restoration of some of those old parts that you oh, can't get your hands on, dude. it was a pain. It was honestly a pain. You know, it's crazy, you know, I mean, guys like myself who have restored, you know, muscle cars and classic cars and old trucks, we know that, right? When yeah. everything you take off the car, yeah. you're very like careful to take it off because you don't know if you're gonna find one ever again. I mean, think, you know, like easy things like air intakes and things like that, they're yep. not a dozen, right? Yep. But little clips and little screws, dude, like yep. if you don't bag and tag that stuff and you're missing it, yep. it could be, you know, five dollars for a screw, and then you got you. You might have to wait, you know, yeah. five or six weeks for it to come over yep. from. You hit from the nail on the head. That it's the little stuff. I mean, honestly, it really is the little shit. Um, so, like some of the, like the brake booster, you could get those from Japan and stuff. I actually found that on Amazon from a different. It was like a Nissan Xterra. Oh wow! So okay. a lot of the parts are. I've after a lot of research with just a couple little modifications that aren't big. Sure. Uh, you know, stud size stuff like that. Yeah. But you can actually get a lot of swapped in parts if you know how to fabricate little tiny things. You can get parts for this. It's just you gotta fabricate them a yeah, little bit. But like you said, different. like you said, it ain't even the big stuff. It's like the clips, yes. the screws. Yeah. Even these fine bolt patterns, like if you lose that stuff, you're you're gonna be out of luck yeah, until you find man. one. <laughs> your host. Yeah, absolutely. So what made you pick the gold accent to the silver, which I love. I okay, mean, so great. so starting with the silver, I call this douchebag silver. Uh, <laughs> so what I did, I because I don't like I said I like to stand out, be unique. I don't like yeah. to copy things. So I started out with a GM color from okay. Chevy, and I modified it with three parts black and. Uh, a couple drops of ultra fine uh, metallic okay. so it gives it like more of a chrome look so you can't actually get this paint because like I said I named it's it as douchebag yeah. silver yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so one that's one. how I came up with the silver the gold I'm honestly not a huge fan of gold mm -hmm. it has grown on me but the only reason I did the gold because once again I like to stand out uh -huh. through being being in the car scene for a couple years at that time uh, I've never seen gold Everybody does green, everybody does blue, red, black, right. you know what I mean? It's yes. very typical. So I special ordered this powder coat from my powder coat guys, um, and I got like a retro gold with the heavy flake in it to oh, give it yeah. more of like a disco look yeah. when the when the sun hits it, it and looks stuff. It really good. Yeah. Well, and that's why I said I don't, I'm not a huge fan of gold. I was never like, man, I can't wait to have a gold car. Uh -huh. It was more or less about just being different. And nice. like even looking at the cars here today, like you can see red, green, blue, stuff like that. Sure. You don't see a whole lot of gold. Yeah. So yeah. it's just it's just one other thing to like make it stand out. Yeah, and really that like disco sparkly kind of deal has made its way 
real hard into the Tudor scene. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Which looks great. I mean, I, I always loved it, right? You know what I mean? So, I, it has grown on me, so now I'm a fan of gold. Yeah, but like I'm it. telling you, during during the process, I was like, yeah, it looks cool. But yeah. like, I'm not like huge on it. It looks cool, though. Yeah. Once it was all together with the silver flake, the gold flake, then the black accents, it just, it really tied it together. Yeah. And I guess I never realized, I mean, I'm looking under the hood right now. I never really like sat down and really had a good hard look at a skyline. That's a long motor. That's a big motor. That's a big motor yeah. than, than like... Inline six. Yeah, inline it's inline six. six and like, it's really big. Yes. Like, now it, that I'm looking at it. It honestly is a very large motor and especially it being out on the engine stand, you could realize for a foreign car, that it really is large because most foreign cars like Hondas and everything yeah, are four cylinders, a yeah. little bit tinier. But yeah. with the with the extended length of the other two cylinders, yeah. not only is it actually more of a reliable motor, that's why people build them. Right. But you get that displacement, which just makes it larger yeah. in in size. So, but even it, like Supras, looking at Supras, I don't feel like that motor's that big. Right. You know I, I mean? I'm not too sure. Like so, you talk about like the Jay Zs. Yeah. Stuff. The, yeah. So the I. I haven't had a whole lot of experience with the Jay-Z's. Yeah. I've looked at them, but as far as comparison, I'm not really too sure how they compare to size. Yeah, yeah. I know that everybody loves these Japanese motors oh, for a yeah, reason, and that's kind of what I'm sticking yeah. with on that. And maybe it's the gold that's just accented. It looks like, you know, just like a, a piece of jewelry underneath the ear that maybe it's just popping it out right. and making it look bigger right, right, versus, right. you know, like the flat black covers that were on it and everything right. like that. And then maybe one of my favorite parts of this car is the actual engine code that you have on top of here that was custom made oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. tell everybody kind of the story behind you that mean right the there. plaque on top yes okay so naturally um i'm a fast and furious lover yep. as well everybody is and yeah i mean why not yeah look at the cars so obviously one of the most famous lines from fast and the furious is tuna no crust and in the second movie he makes fun of the gala 24 right because yes. pizza places don't make motors you know what that's i mean that's right yeah so uh the pre the plaque originally said 24 valve overhead cams and obviously if you look at any of the rbs that's still on there because that's that's what they came with right. so again to stick out and be a little bit different i took some of my aspects from fast and the furious that i loved and i put gala 24 tuna no crust that's so great, so dude. i got that was a that was just a fresh piece of stainless steel. I cut the plaque out, I bent it, I got it all polished up, and then I actually gave it to my sister that has like an engineering shop and she okay. laser engraved it for oh, me. Oh nice. Yeah. Nice. I was hoping that the laser engraving was gonna come out a little bit deeper so people could notice it, but stainless steel I, is the hardest metal they cool make. I think it's cool because I think it's one of those things that it's not you in have, your yes. face. You, you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah. But once you see it, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, like, oh you shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping it was gonna be a little bit deeper, but like I mean, like I knew and she said too that stainless steel is one of the hardest metals yeah. it's, it's very solid so if i would have went with aluminum i probably could have shined it up too but like sure. the stainless steel has such a shine to it yeah. honestly it's good but again enough. it's like a it's like a pun or like yeah. a joke that you're not like seeing. an easter egg yeah, it's like an you easter egg like, you gotta yeah, you gotta yeah, really, really look good. at it to figure it out yeah that's so really good i also like that too so yeah, how yeah. were like the strut towers and everything was everything was like the body you know obviously you said obviously the yeah, outside I mean, body was pretty beat up but how were the strut towers how was everything i mean honestly as far as the metal quality went uh everything was like pretty intact like it was it was very solid it had wear and tear on it some rub you know like some uh sure. a little bit of surface rust just from where paint was missing and everything okay. um so everything was pretty solid the only thing that was different see this gold plate down here yes. uh -huh. so yeah. i had to make this gold plate out of aluminum because i actually had to cut that portion of the apron out because from the battery leaking over years and years oh, and years yeah it ate away all of the metal so, so i had to i relocated the battery 
and okay. I cut this chunk out. I fabricated a little piece of aluminum, got it powder coated, and I actually riveted it on there. Nice. So in case I ever have to remove that for any kind of intake work, oh, yeah, I can just easy. drill out the rivets yeah. and just take it right out. Yeah, so for those who are listening, I mean, I'll post the pictures online, but it's behind the, uh, the, the passenger side headlight, and it's where the battery would have sat. And uh, like you said, it ate away that, that inside apron right there. So yeah. instead of rebuilding it like, like normal, you were going to replace the battery anyways. So you're just like, ask. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely, I'm talking like just absolutely deteriorated. Like a lot of this was solid right there where the battery was leaking. It was just, it uh, yeah. was, it was deteriorating. Yeah, there was nothing sure. left. And does this thing boost it up a little? I mean, do you have a, what kind of, is this the original turbo? Is this? Oh uh, no, this is. Uh, sorry, so, I was changing my mic there. I had to move it up a little bit. No, <laughs> so yeah, no, this is a Kinugawa turbo. Um, I had it ordered for me from the recommendation of somebody else. Okay. Um, so I I wanted to go with the top mount look. So I had to get a exhaust manifold. I had to fabricate it a little bit because you can see how close it is to the strut tower. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I had to change. I had to change the angle of the uh, turbo itself, so I had to modify the manifold so that it didn't hit the strut tower when it boosts, because yeah. the engine oh, rock, it'll, move. Yeah. it'll rock. I didn't yep. want it to hit the strut tower, so there was a little bit of fabrication that went along with that. Um, so that was brand new. Um, and then, like I said, with the intake, usually comes across on the RBs. I did a front-facing one, yes. so where the battery was anyway, I was gonna need a new plate. So it was like a, it was yeah, like a two birds and one stone. Yeah, it worked thing. out kind yeah. of deal. It worked out kind of deal. So let's go into the, uh, let's look at the interior here. Go around to that. So like, all right. So you said you replaced pretty much everything in here at this point. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, so the big question is, what's it like to drive a right-hand drive car? in america all right so <laughs> i mean everybody asks that question naturally because they're asking how long it took to like get used to it yes if if you have any kind of concept of driving a standard or you're just good at driving in general um it's really not that hard mm -hmm. the hardest part is realizing where you're at on the road but like i said that comes very quickly so instead of instead of seeing yourself super close to traffic now you have to be used to seeing mailboxes extremely close. Like right next to you. Right next to you. <laughs> so that is a little bit funky. Everything on the shift pattern, all the pedals and everything on the steering wheel is all the same. So first gear is still top right. left, mm -hmm. reverse is still bottom right. Like What's it's it like all, shifting with your left hand versus that, your right hand? Again, that took just a little bit to get used to, but like if you have any kind of concept of like driving a standard and you're like yeah. very good at it, it, you almost just, you. it's more of like a mind thing. It's mm -hmm. not that your arm can't do it, yeah. but it's going from what you were used to to something new. Sure. So it is a little bit different, but yeah, I honestly, if you want my opinion, I've sat in the passenger side while people have driven this car, and it is worse over there. Your experience is worse over there because okay. you feel you feel so open, like there should be a steering wheel there, yeah. and you are so close to traffic, you are oh. really trusting the person that is driving because they're good. not even near the danger you are. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So it's uh, honestly, it's kind of it's it's more mental than it is not being able to physically do it. You just have to realize where you're at on the road. But other than that, it's honestly cool. Yeah. It's definitely cool. All right, so the other big question is always, what do you do for a drive-thru? Uh, do you go in reverse? So <laughs> I used to, so this is a, the real real situation. Um, I used to avoid drive-thrus, even if I was starving. If I was the only one in, I would avoid drive-thrus because I was like, listen, I can't have this conversation right now. Yeah. <laughs> I also can't reach across. I'm like, let's just avoid it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so sure. uh, last summer, when I was doing a uh, photo shoot with T. Miller, 
we we were actually just naturally getting hungry after a couple hours of shooting and we had gone to a McDonald's and I was like, you know what? You got your camera. We're already here. Well I was like, I might as well just go in reverse. So yeah, I did. I went through. I went through the drive-through for the first time in reverse. It is really not that hard. The hardest part is dealing with all the comments and all the people staring oh, at you. Oh, I guarantee. Oh, it's yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, just like rolling and, and up. For car guys who know JDM cars, it's like, oh, it's right-hand drive. Right. But for everybody else who's not in the cars, like, yeah. how did you get that? Why yeah. did you do that? They don't. Like, they just don't get it. Like first, I get, I get the questions like, <laughs> why are you going backwards? Yeah. Like, and they're like, they seem upset about like I'm doing something illegal. Yeah. And I'm like, because I'm on the wrong side of the road. And then they go, oh, oh. and then yeah. they, then it hits. So yeah, honestly, the tellers, like the people at the window, they were my favorite because rolling up backwards and looking them in the yeah. eye, they yeah. were just like, yeah, something different. Yeah, they they're thought like, you were just gonna be some guy. Uh, did you get the two cheeseburgers? I'm like, yeah, yeah. and they're like, that'll be 8:49. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. And then pulling away, watching their eyes out the window, just yeah. watching me. It's it is funny. It's That's comical. Good. That's awesome. But yeah, I did get to experience the reverse drive-through. I did. Yeah. yeah. And so do you have a girlfriend or wife or anything like that? Uh, no, I don't. Have uh, you ever taken a lady out in this? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Is it weird to open the door for them or tell them to get in on the other side? Honestly, it's not. It is. It's a little bit of a conversation starter, That's actually. Good. You know what I mean? Awesome. It's a quick icebreaker. I love it. Uh, there's no awkward silence because it's naturally just like, hey, I want to get in the driver's seat. And they're like, yeah. oh, shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. So, then you get to ride in something that's different. Yeah, here. strapping them in is cool, too. They yeah. don't, like, they, they learn how, like, a racing harness works and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, My wife yeah, is it's, like it's that. honestly, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's more of like an icebreaker that's rather awesome, than man. anything. That's awesome. So. And the sunroof is functional and everything? Fully functional, not leaking. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it took a little bit of work for that. Were uh, they all sunroof cars? <clears throat> no. Or was it no, there's option? not. Yeah, there's only, there's certain models and years that do and do not come with the sunroof. And a lot of people don't like it because they do leak. But it turns out, for anybody out there that needs to know this, uh, Nissan, just regular Nissan, still makes the seals for those sunroofs. Oh, wow. That's yeah. nice. That's so. nice. That's very nice. And no cracks on the dash. Which no that's always a big that's dry always a big rotting, deal. Dry rotting is bad. Yeah. Yeah. All the S cars and I know these cars, uh, these Skylines as well. They're notorious for having a crack on the yes, dash. Yes. Absolutely. You know I mean? Also, also very notorious for those vents not working. Again, you can get those right off Amazon, brand new, made by Nissan. Oh, really? Not wow. even aftermarket. They're wow. they're actually made. That's what I'm saying. Like the the parts for this car are readily available yeah. if you need the right part. So it shouldn't scare anybody to go buy one of these and, and Unless, if something is it, broken. Yeah, and, it's and, like you can get you can get the oddball stuff you think that wouldn't exist. Yeah. But the stuff you think would be readily available takes months to get. Yeah. It's, it's a very bizarre project. So have you ever tried to so I've I've done this in the past, I will have to say I just to get a reaction out. Have you tried to take this to Nissan and be like, hey man, I need like an oil change on this and they're like, I don't know what the hell this thing is doing. I mean honestly I have not, but like okay, you yeah. kind of giving me ideas yeah, no, yeah, not, yeah it's yeah, not that i'm yeah. against that at all so i would definitely try that yeah i've done that with a few old cars which i mean is fun. I, it is fun for those guys i mean they get to work on a car right you now i've never so. done that actually you're giving me yeah. kind of some ideas though <laughs> or just pull up in it and like i need this part for that yeah. car and they're like i have <laughs> no freaking clue Yo, what that i car would try is, that right? so you know, i actually work at a honda dealership in monroeville and okay. uh so a couple times that i've needed to get it inspected i've gone up to the main dealership and got them to lift it in the air so they can inspect it and like just even just seeing them just like well what do you want me to how do you want to lift it i've yeah. actually had to lift it for them nice yeah well because like they're obviously chill guys but they're yeah. also very respectful oh, they're yeah, like 100%. i ain't well, trying to destroy the yeah they're like i'm not trying to destroy this but even them looking at it they're like why would they put that there why would they do it and i'm like i yeah. know I yeah know. you yeah, know what i mean just like honda nissan's got its own flaws it's got its own problems but yeah i do 
I do like the reaction. I like the social this social encounter. You meet yeah. a lot of cool people. You have oh, a lot I of cool conversations. Yeah. I mean, so look, there's not a lot of these on the road. Right. You know what I mean? And they're, they're getting to be so expensive now that you're not yes. going to... I mean, you're not going to be able to get one, just a regular everyday guy. Right, you know what I mean? correct. Just, just go grab one down at the corner, you know what I mean? And I mean, so. even even just like simple stuff like getting gas, It's you're never just getting gas. You're always, right. it's pictures, it's like, let's just have a conversation. Yeah, exactly, way, it's yeah. cool. Like, And that's yeah. what I mean. I, I would really recommend anybody listening to this that if you are not a social person, you should not get any kind of vehicle like this oh, because yeah, people yeah, are just yeah. naturally going to want to talk. Yeah, don't get a classic yeah. car. Don't get anything Don't crazy. ever be in a hurry. Yes. Don't oh, ever yeah, be don't on a timeline because people will stop you. I've gotten stopped on a bypass before because a guy was hanging out the window trying to take a picture. Yeah, well, it's I've like It's like, it's just, I yeah, mean. Yeah, that's you, the problem is you got to kind of be defensive in these cars because everybody bit, wants yeah, to take a picture. A little and they bit. pull their phone out and then they swerve into you. And right, like, hey, exactly. Like, I've had to slam on brakes for that multiple times. But like I said, even just stopping, you have to be a very social person to have something like this because you'll never survive yeah 100%. you'll never survive and then wheel and tire package did you come up with this or was this already on no i actually or? i actually bought those with okay. the car nice. they are the mb battles that are yes. original everybody's a big fan of those i have thought I about changing them, them but yeah. I, they're a classic at this point classic man classic. so yeah i actually got those with the car and i feel like they fit well so i just left them yeah and then the wing come with the car did you yeah that the, after, after yeah the wing the wing came with the car it did leak uh it was in really bad shape but because it was the gtr wing yeah i had to yeah. i mean obviously i had to yeah. fix so you put it back. Yeah, yeah exactly. why not? Yeah, yeah. it's like so. you just go down the store and get. And one. again, it's not. And again, it's not like it's not such a huge modification that it's like bizarre. It's in your face. It's just like yeah. it's it's a small accent that just like really sets off the look of the car. Yeah, for sure. And then, so I mean, you took everything apart. How about underneath this thing? Is it underneath as clean as? Uh, it's. I mean, it's not as clean as like the outside of the car. Right. It is clean. Um, it's got like your normal PA rub, scratch, little yeah. little dings and dents underneath, oh, yeah, just 100%. from just from the low riders, the yeah. you know the potholes, stuff like that. So, uh, but other than that, like yeah, a little bit of surface rust here and there, which probably could be taken care of pretty easily. But it is it is fairly clean underneath. And then you got the lights to go with it. Which oh yeah, are great. You got to have neon. Underglow, like, absolutely. Dude, if you have one of these cars, you got. Have yeah, it, you oh, know absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean you can't be in the Fast and Furious area arrow without, no, without a couple of lights. No, no. So when you take this thing out, are people just constantly like, what's the weirdest question you've got from this thing? You think the weirdest question yeah. I've got? Um, so like me, like I, I remember I had my Chevelle in Houston and I, I, I went to this really nice, nice area. And they parked it out front, they valeted and parked it out front, right? And I had some larger ladies when I came walking out who were. Yo. All leaned up against Yo. it, taking pictures of it and everything. And one was like, "Can I take a ride?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I really feel like I don't know. The weirdest question I get a lot of the questions like, "What's it like?" What's it yeah. like? I mean, a couple of people have asked me, did you do that on purpose? Like, did you put That's it on that right. yeah, I mean, I they're not that. really weird questions. A lot of people, a lot of people don't even take time to come up with a weird yeah. question because they're just mind blown that the steering wheel is on the wrong side. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I uh, The weirdest question I've gotten, weirdest question I've gotten. Okay. Somebody asked me if I was going to start delivering mail. Yes. That is That's actually the weirdest. Yes. I was yeah. like, come on. There it is. There it is. And actually, that makes sense though. I mean, you know. my response is, and this is actually a true story. My response is the guy that I bought this off of was a mailman. Oh my God. Yeah. So he so didn't even have any advice for me That's on so how good, to <laughs> start driving it. Cause he's like, dude, I do this for a living. And I'm like, damn it. That's I almost so had funny. to change career paths. I That's almost became a mailman. So, funny, so yeah, dude. weirdest question I've gotten is if I'm going to start delivering mail out of this. Oh and I'm like, gosh. man, that shit's going to cost more. Yeah. It's going to cost more. And then how long did it take you to build everything? 
from from start to hey, I'm um, gonna take it out to a show and feel really comfortable with like showing. It. All right, so I bought the car in 2020, right right at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay, and uh, I did the interior right off the bat because it was already bad and it was just sitting in the garage because it was still winter. Right. So that summer, I drove it around a little bit, but there was nothing done to the car. So I drove it around, showed it off. Um, I had I had buddies drive it, stuff like that, because there was nothing done to the car. I wasn't worried about it. Sure. Um, the beginning of the winter of 2020 into 2021 is when I did all of the body work. So that took about six, seven months, yeah. uh, front to back, doing all that. And then I did a bunch of car shows in 2021. I started the motor in the engine bay the winter of 2021 and 2022. Okay. All of my parts, the bigger stuff coming from Australia and Japan, actually took so long to come in. Oh. I missed that entire summer. Yeah. So I finished it, what would that be, the winter of 2023. So yep. all summer in 2023, I actually took it all the car shows, did all my driving around. That's again. right, yeah. That's so I, I want to yeah. say overall, probably three to four years, but. It was all during the winter, so I wasn't missing out on anything, but I was pretty bummed that I missed that one summer. Yeah. It's, I couldn't help it, though. Yeah, what do you It's not do? even like the paint's not done. I'm talking like my motor just won't run. I'm missing yeah. all my shit. You yeah, know? exactly. So there's exactly. a big difference in that, but yeah, it was it was kind of a bummer, but like now that it's done, I'm like super happy yeah. about it. So what's next with the car? What do you got What do you got planned next for it? I mean, honestly, the only thing I haven't touched on it so far is wheels and suspension. Okay. I mean, and I really think that that could also set it off. Uh, I'd like to get something with like a gold accent. Uh, uh, I found great, well, I found some blitzes that I like. Okay. Uh, there's they also make HKS shocks for this. Oh yeah. Coilovers that are also powder coated gold already. So I mean, there's some stuff that I could do to it, but like so far, I mean, I pretty much touched every nut and bolt on this thing. Nice. So I really got suspension and wheels left, and I think that's yeah. about it. Does anyone ever ask you what the Japanese letters are there yeah. on the side of it? Yeah, they what, have. What is it? So I actually, also a cool story, I rendered this entire car off of Need for Speed Heat. Oh, nice. Before, before I did any of the paint work, body nice. work, I actually beat the game so that I had everything unlocked. Yeah. And I built this car on the video game. Oh, so cool. I got that symbol off the video game, and it's Japanese for rough. No. So nice. okay. it's all it's right. nothing cool. It yeah. was just a cool logo. Yeah. But of yeah. course, I get all the comments like, "Hey, yeah, you yeah, think yeah. that's actually yeah, what it says?" Yeah, exactly. And like they come at me with all this <laughs> shit, and I'm like, "You know what? I don't know." But if you're not Japanese, I really don't care. Yeah, anyway. really don't care. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it could say something bizarre. But according to the game and three different websites on Google, it means rough. Perfect. So you know what's funny? So you say that uh, I just had a conversation with uh, Jason Gorman. So. Uh, I, I told you I have that Eclipse GSX. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, for the longest time, I wanted to do a Fast and Furious build and replicate the green car and everything like that. Naturally. <laughs> a lot of people do it, you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, what can I do that's different? So we were actually just talking, and uh, I was playing Gran Turismo 1. And I don't know if you ever played Gran Turismo oh, 1. Oh, yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, so when you, trick, when you tricked the Eclipse all the way out, it came with all these cool graphics and everything yeah. outside. So I showed him a picture. I'm like, you think we can replicate this? And yeah. he's like, absolutely. Absolutely, I'm like, dude. yeah, I was like, okay, cool. No one else is doing that. Right. I was like, it's very, exactly. it's very early 2000s, you know what I mean? And like, it's going to look great. Well, so that's good that someone else is doing a video yeah, absolutely. game. Well, that's the thing too, is that like people pay hundreds of dollars for these renderings and like, they're almost like unmatchable. It's like, yeah. you're coming up with something bizarre, but yeah. like, they don't even realize, like if you would play some of our childhood games. Oh yeah, it's all right What there. do you think that is? Yeah, you know, right somebody there. had to come up with that somewhere. It's real shit. 100%. So like, and even some of the body kits are like, but that's where I built that bumper off of was the video game. Okay. I made a mold off the yeah. video game. Oh, nice. Replicated it out of fiberglass because it was off an R34. And what did you use? Did you use foam or styrofoam? No, or? so it was all fiberglass. I ordered a bumper okay. that was, it was atrocious. It was falling apart. It wasn't even for the right car, but that was the closest thing I had to a mold. So I cut it into six pieces, 
I zip tied it all together to get okay. the shape I wanted, and then yep. I put little band-aids on it. Yeah. What we did, we laid three layers of fiberglass on the inside of that, oh, okay, and then nice. we took a grinder and ground the mold away, and there I had there one solid it. bumper. And it's the only one. It's the only one that exists. So when people come at you, they're gonna be like, yeah. hey man, where can I get that bumper? People like, have sorry. asked me multiple times that have Skylines, they're like, hey, I really like your body kit. What what brand is that? Yeah. I'm like, it's it's not a brand. My own. You gotta come up with a yeah, name, just I was like, like the name yeah, of color. Douchebag you know? silver yeah. with douchebag bumper, baby. <laughs> That's what it is. I love it, man. I love it. People are gonna call you a douchebag anyway, so you might as well make it a life style uh, instead of a choice you dude, know i like that dude that's really good hell so, yeah that's really good so what are the cars you into you got is this your only one or you got another one you uh i mean i've uh, you know right out of high school i mean i was a typical yeah. again douchebag i was like oh yeah wrx life uh, you know sure. so i built a wrx i did some cool shit with it uh i had a 350z touring edition white leather interior Ooh. found it with 24,000 miles on it i ended up selling it yeah I, so like i was pretty much into everything nothing specific but i wanted to i wanted to try out a bunch of different things to see what i liked but i mean nothing has hit me as much as this guy right here yeah. Yeah. even the z i love the z and i was sad to get rid of it but it was like time for something new yeah and if i would have never sold the z i would have never found this never Skyline. got this yeah so it's exactly. like you gotta keep you gotta yeah. keep upgrading so you see, you you're a nissan going. guy and a chevy guy so i like oh, naturally. this is awesome yeah. this is what i like i like oh, nissan yeah. and chevys so <laughs> well so you so you like reliable shit then. yeah 100 <laughs> percent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. exactly was, i want i want I want something with more than four cylinders, you know what I mean? Right. And I mean, Nissan still puts out a lot of the sixes still, you know, they've always put out a six option. You know, Honda, while we have one next to us here that, that does have a six in it. Oh yeah. They didn't put out a whole lot of six options. One of a kind. Yeah, they didn't put out a whole lot of six options, you know? And then Chevy, I mean, come on, man. You gotta I, love a Chevy. I don't really think they them. made anything bad. I mean, yeah. look at the Cavalier, the Cobalt, yeah. the Cruze. <laughs> I mean, those things are still going strong. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm well, saying. Cody's here and he he raced a Cobalt. He races a Cobalt SS really yeah, right, 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 right. It's stupid, so. That's what I mean, yeah. dude. I'm telling you, you just can't be. I feel like reliability versus power, you can't beat it. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell everybody where they can find you on social media, on the internet, on Facebook, uh, yeah, wherever, so I got, TikTok, whatever. Yeah, I got Facebook. I'm not like huge into social media, okay. which I should cool. definitely be more into it. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, you don't have to be. Well, I, yeah, but see, I'm building a business and like, oh, okay. the well, the advertisement's working too well because yeah. ever since COVID, I haven't been able to find a garage yet. So people are hitting nice. me up all the time, like, hey, can you paint this? Can you? And it's like, yes, I can. I have nowhere to do it yet. Yeah. So advertisement's working too well, but I'm not huge into social media. I like more of like the personal interactions. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Instagram is an underscore Nick underscore Buster. Nice. Pretty pretty straight out of the on movie. On the side of the car. Yeah, on the so. side of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bad placement though. At the time I was like, oh, people are gonna love this. But then when I put the mirrors on, I'm like, all right, cool. You like, yeah, can't even see it. You're yeah, like, really yeah but like I said, in it. I, your drive height though. I mean, right, you yeah. See I'm it, just, you know? I'm not like, I need to be in more social media stuff, but like I'm more yeah. about I'm more about these conversations like we're having right yeah, now. This, but hey, this but, shit's fun. But hey, look like uh, painters, upholstery guys, Dude, they're not on every corner, and really right, good ones aren't. Right. And the guys who are really good, they have work lined up for well, years and years. Yeah, and years. it's dude, it's quality over quantity, yeah, man. Yes, always, always. 100%. That's the only way that you're gonna get that type of business, especially on cars like this. Yeah. Like if you like if you need me to fix your Cobalt, yeah, let's yeah. we can put it in, put it out. You yeah. can just keep driving it through the winter. Yeah. But if you're looking for somebody to do like some kind of restoration. 
you gotta, and this is my advertisement. This yeah. is like me being like, hey, this is what I can do. Well, dude, Not you, what could happen, it's what can happen. You got a, you got a great advertisement. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it, for real. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes for sure. it works too well, but I mean, that's just, that's the game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, anybody want to shout out to or thank or anything like that? Uh, I mean, definitely for all my powder coating guys, RNC coatings are killing it out by my house, uh, like Leechburg area. So RNC coatings for all the gold. Uh, definitely my sister for JD CNC for she actually made all the decals. Oh nice. Uh, she cuts everything. She laser engraves. Uh, and I mean ultimate thanks to. Oh, I'll give a shout out to my dad as well because obviously the motor would never run. Yeah. Obviously without him. I'm not a big motor guy, but I sure learned a lot. He's he's a wizard. So definitely shout out to my dad. Wonderful. And uh, I mean honestly just God too for the opportunity to have have the car meet yeah. all these people yeah for sure I mean, yeah, it's shout a, dude, it's... angelo with steel city cars now he brought us all together yeah absolutely you know yeah I, mean? I just so. met all these guys and everybody's yeah. like super chill so yeah i mean yeah. i think we could go pretty far with this group no doubt but yeah, yeah. yeah it's fun just yeah. the opportunity and uh i mean all of the the free conversations and all these stories that i'm hearing i mean it's all worth it no doubt yeah for sure so man, for sure. yeah shout out to everybody honestly just world of wheels in yeah general. thanks for coming down in the middle of winter with like <laughs> yeah dude snow and it's honestly the worst part I mean? so but uh oh we got to pop the pop the trunk now but yeah all right man well cool yeah absolutely I appreciate it. yeah thank you why not Thank you very much to Nick and everybody who listened to the podcast. I had a great time with this one. Nick's a great guy, as you can hear. He's awesome. He's young. He's a go-getter. He's someone that we need in this car world right now to keep this uh, enthusiast hobby going. So, But big thanks to him for taking his time and talking to me right there. Again, get online, radridespodcast.com. Go check out all of the pictures. Get on there. If you like the episode, go go give me a like on whatever it is, Spotify or Apple or whatever, and comment on it. Please give me some feedback on that as well. That's how we push this thing higher. So, But I really appreciate it. I have a great episode right after this one as well, and we'll see you next time.